Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I am going to talk about a couple different things, maybe all over the board in some ways. I'm going to talk about the election, and I'm going to talk about this continuing, never-ending, supposed state of emergency that we have and show you how they're both related and are complete and total bullshit. <laughs> uh, for people who don't know me, I am a lawyer. I practiced for 30 years. I used to joke about being America's most trusted lawyer, and I probably will again, but right now, I really just don't give one shit if people trust me or don't trust me. Uh, I know what the facts are, and I know I've been lied to my entire life. I've sorted it all out, or at least I've sorted out 99% of the lies, and I like to tell people about it. Give them an opportunity. I think people deserve the truth. So let's get the show started. I noticed that Nancy Pelosi, of course, got her hair cut. <laughs> if that's even hair, for all we fucking know. I mean, God knows. The lady looks like some kind of robot, cyborg, alien, who knows what. But anyway, she gets busted, of course, because this is what they do. They are an entitled royalty class. That's what the political class is, because the government is never going to enforce anything against the government. And, of course, big uproar. And I heard stupid jokers on the local uh, radio and even some of the national radio guys talking about, oh, look at the hypocrisy, and was her assistant involved, and was there government money spent? I mean, just running people into a ditch, a totally fucking useless waste of time to worry about it. Of course it's hypocrisy. <laughs> this is what government does. They're hypocrites. I don't even know why that kind of thing makes big news or people waste time talking about it. What is it we learned by seeing this? That Nancy Pelosi is a hypocrite? Is this something new to you? <laughs> that government does whatever it wants to and that government imposes laws on you that it doesn't impose on itself? Is that something new? <laughs> you think something's going to actually happen to her in her district? Nothing's going to happen. It's, it, it's a waste of time. You are draining off energy and resources into something that is a complete waste of time. And that's what those constitutional conservatives on radio do. That's what they do. Anybody can look at government and see that it's, it's hypocritical. They don't use Social Security. They give themselves their own fantastic benefits and pension plan. They don't use uh, Medicare or Medicaid. They have their own fantastic gold-plated insurance. <laughs> They give themselves huge amounts of money and staff and resources and extra offices and what? Of course, they exempt themselves from all sorts of things. She got caught with a fucking Chinese spy driving her limo around, his car around for 20 years. What happened to her? Nothing. <laughs> you see, this is all part of the illusion that this system is somehow being controlled by the people and that there are consequences. In other words, that the system operates in any way like people are told when they're educated by government <laughs> and then told how government works by government. It never ceases to amaze me that the people continue to repeat and believe this fantasy about the way the government works when they have been confronted for their entire lives with the exact opposite. And for the last 20 years, the Internet has been available so that anybody who cares to go look for something that's not being simply produced by the standard media can go look. But they don't. <laughs> they get 
brought up in a government education and then government funds grants and controls higher education and curriculums and the corporations they all work together if you want any more proof that the government and the corporations are not at each other's throats they are one system no different than you have to have liberals and you have to have conservatives in order to move the thing forward with an illusion that there's actually something you can do about it through this absurd system of uh, voting you have to have this illusion that government's fighting the corporations. Well, the proof that government's not fighting corporations, one, is that corporations don't even exist without government. The corporations are strictly a creation, a statutory creation. And none of these huge multinationals or gigantic national corporations could exist without government. It would simply be an impossibility. There is no way to do it. It doesn't mean there haven't been huge, powerful dictators in the past, but they were the government. Okay, They were the government, and they handed out certain monopolies to their buddies. But these corporations are really no different. You look at all the preferential treatment they get in statutes. It's the same system that used to exist that's now hidden under this illusion that voting and the people are in control and the Constitution, all this stupid shit that people believe, despite the fact that it's just clear as day, that's not the case. There could be no such thing as Amazon dominating everything and Google and Facebook and all this stupid bullshit everywhere. It could never exist. You couldn't have these huge multinational corporations. They exist because there's government. The idea that they're fighting each other is absurd. Look at the response corporations had to this absurd, fake-ass lockdown pandemic emergency. Look at it. You look at the national restaurant industry. That's a very powerful lobby. Did they fight it? Did they object in any way? No. What about the airlines? <laughs> Did they fight? No. All the hotels, all those hotel industries, the convention business, do they fight it? Sports, they all just collapsed, went in. This is, these are multi-tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars tied up in these businesses that are being completely taken apart by these restrictions, lockdown, closings, fake-ass bullshit, and they didn't fight at all. <laughs> they didn't fight at all. Forget fighting. They were on the side of fucking destroying their own businesses. Is, does that make sense to you? Of course not. It's absurd. It makes no fucking sense. How could the CEO, who supposedly has his obligations running to the shareholders, allow his company to be completely destroyed by this stuff? In fact, go along with it. How? What happens? How? Well, because all of that is also a complete fraud, a sham. These things are all funded through the fake money system. It just goes round and round. If you don't understand that, I'm not about to explain it to you here. But all you have to know is that there are trillions of dollars worth of negative interest yielding bonds. <laughs> How is that possible if the system works like we're told? How? How is it possible? How can you have somebody who pays you to borrow their money? It doesn't make any sense. It's a total impossibility. If anything about the system was true, that could not exist. So the existence of negative yield interest bonds proves that the system is absolutely nothing like people are told. And if you think that this is all about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and all this other horse shit and the first and best and last, it's all bullshit. This is all an insider's game, 100%. It doesn't make any damn difference. All these things that make a big splash, there's something called a plunge protection team. Are you aware of that? <laughs> of course not. It's a part of the Federal Reserve 
which is now, I think, in the Treasury Department. And it's just a group of people who intentionally buy up all sorts of pieces of the market to support it. How can any of this possibly be happening under the supposed constitutional system and all this other horseshit you're given? How? It can't be. It's all a fraud. See, it's all a fraud. And the people just refuse to accept that. That's all. They just refuse to accept it. And as long as they refuse to accept it, they're going to keep being abused. And see, the people like me and the people who like my show, we're in such a tiny minority. Such a tiny minority. The vast majority of the people are actually quite happy being slaves. This is the part that's very difficult for me to understand because I can't get in that mindset. But they are quite happy being slaves. They won't admit to that, but they will defend and protect a system that treats them like a slave, but calls them free. And I don't know how many different examples I've given people about how you're simply not free. There's almost nothing you can do that's not in some way regulated, and most things are very heavily regulated. It doesn't matter if it's your job, just getting an education. You have to go to credentialed school with a certification this, with a take taught by a license that, and, all, and then you have to pass an exam for this. And, it's everything. Every part of your job is regulated. Do you understand that? You see, people can't grasp this. But this ridiculous pandemic has been yet another opportunity for people to be able to see reality. But they can't. They can never make the steps there. All they can ever do is take a couple of steps like, well, this is unfair and, and Trump is being abused and we have to get ready to vote. Just this sort of silly, you know, one micron deep thinking that goes on and the constitutional conservatives in radio are the people who make sure that you get redirected off into a ditch. So let's just look a little bit at the idea of that this thing could somehow be continuing to run on as a emergency. Okay, now each state has its own little definition of emergency, but everybody knows that an emergency is something that has to be done right now. Otherwise, there's going to be a huge fucking problem. It's an emergency. Okay, everybody laughs at the stupid dildos. They call 911 because they can't get their chicken nuggets. And they laugh at them for calling that an emergency. Well, look what the fucking people are putting up with. <laughs> There's nobody even dying around them. Nothing's happening. Months on end, their jobs are destroyed. But they're fine with the government continuing to call this an emergency. Is this something you have to call 911 over? <laughs> no, there's nothing happening. So there's only two possibilities. That the statute in your state is drafted so broadly that describes an emergency or a disaster that the word is basically meaningless. And at any time they want, they can simply declare an emergency and obtain all these preposterous powers. Or two, like in my state, where the definition is such that it requires an imminent threat of widespread death. Well, <laughs> They're simply ignoring the statute. This is the typical thing that government always does. Just like with the Constitution, if there's something in there they don't like, they simply read it out. If there's something missing that they want, they simply read it in. And that's the way government operates. This is the way government operates. And what is it that people are supposedly told they have to control government? Since these idiots run around telling me about how they work for me. Oh, really? They work? Can you go fire them? Because I can fire everybody who works for me. So if you can't fire them, then they don't work for you. Well, I can go vote. Okay, well, you can go vote. So what? If you are in a Democratic uh, congressional district and you're a Republican, your guy's not going to win. <laughs> you understand that, right? Your guy's not going to win. 
your vote is totally meaningless. And the same is true on the other side. If you're in a, quote, Republican district, your Democrat is not going to win. <laughs> That's all. And most of these things, are they're not even contested. There, there's virtually no contest. The only contest that even occurs in most of them is in the primaries. Of course, the primaries are just fantastically corrupt. And they're virtually outside of any law. They can pretty much do whatever the hell they want in those primaries. So they just rig them all up. The entire election is really won in the primaries. And, of course, there's really no discussion of any of this, and no one's even involved in it. But it doesn't matter. I'm pointing out that all this talk about waiting to go vote, okay, it's a fucking joke. Because, for the most part, your guy has no chance of winning. <laughs> he just has no chance of winning. Because they've rigged up the way they draw these districts. This is another huge deal. They sit down, they draw these districts up, and they have all these crazy shapes and everything. How? Why? How can that possibly be constitutional? It's not. It makes no sense. It's not equal representation under any possible stretch of the imagination. <laughs> it's not equal. You can't rig it up in a fashion to assure that certain people, quote, get representation. Well, how do you not get representation? Are there people who aren't being represented? Is there a way to draw it so that you're not being represented? Is that possible? Because if so, please do it for me and I'll just simply opt out. <laughs> no. All this gerrymandering and rigging up of the districts, that's just crookery right there out in the open. And guess what? The courts are involved and it all gets blasted and they tell you it's constitutional. It's just a fraud right in front of your face. That's all just a fraud. And even if you get a guy in there, right? They have all these rules inside the House and the Senate themselves. All these things about seniority and how they get on committees and then how the committees run. What portion of that do you have any control over? Zero. And that's where all the power is in these things that you have no control over. The reason that these crooks get sent back over and over and over again is because the people are highly incented in each district to keep sending their crooked guy back so their crooked guy can get more crooked stuff for their crooked district. <laughs> How is it possibly equal representation to have seniority laws inside of Congress and the Senate? How? So that means if I fire my crooked guy and put a new honest guy in there, now I have way less power because he's not going to get any of the positions that matter. He won't get any of the senior committee positions. He won't get any good committees. Well, okay, so... The system is rigged to ensure corruption continues. <laughs> you see this? Do you see this? This is just one tiny aspect of what a fucking joke the whole system is. Okay, let's look at this simple percentage, right? It's one out of 435 people. One. Okay? That is 0.25%. One quarter of 1%. That's how much even theoretical possible representation you have with your congressman. If I came to you and told you I'm starting a company, at any time we can demand investor money from you at any rate we care to, basically can do whatever we want to you, and you're going to have an opportunity to vote to potentially get someone on the board that will have a one quarter of 1% vote in the stuff we do. <laughs> Nobody's going to fucking agree to that. It's preposterous. But still the people run around acting like this vote is some big deal. And all you have to do is look at this pandemic. Just look at this fake fucking pandemic, right? You don't get a vote on whether or not you get locked down. None. And if you're in a fucking city that's democratic, like these uh, big liberal cities, you have no chance because it's just going to be whoever the next person is, they're just going to do the exact same thing. And I've already showed you that they'll simply ignore, 100% ignore 
whatever the law says if they need to. Why? Because only the government itself is there to go and enforce it against them. <laughs> and so it's not going to get enforced against them. That's all. And the media, of course, is all on board. And you think these right-wing media sources, which aren't even right-wing, are there to tell you the truth. They're not. Have they told you any of the things I'm telling you now? Have they? No, of course they haven't. So they don't tell you the actual truth. They put you into a false box, a false narrative, and they have you arguing in there. The simple reality is people are never taught to think about fundamental questions. That's the deal. They make sure that everybody starts from a point that's not fundamental at all, that has a fantastic amount of assumptions built into it. That's the reality. That's what it is. That's how people analyze this system. And these jokers on radio who imagine they're smart uh, talking about the right wing this and the right wing that, they're fucking complete idiots. They don't understand how many assumptions are built in to everything they say. There's just so many assumptions built in. I ask people all the time, what does it mean to say that there's a law? Who cares that there's a fucking law? What does it matter? <laughs> what does it matter? Oh, we had to obey it. Why? What if I just choose not to obey it? Oh, well, they'll come enforce it. Ah, okay. See, it doesn't matter what the law says. The only thing that matters is the enforcement. And that's what's clear with regards to government hypocrisy. They, they enforce whatever they choose to on their enemies, and they ignore whatever they care to for their friends. And the people, we are the enemy of government. We are here to be abused. But you can see that having a law means nothing. What is a court order? What is a court order? Who cares if a court issues an order? Who fucking cares? Oh, because they'll come and enforce the order. Ah, gotcha. Okay, so that's the key. It's not the order. It's the enforcement. Well, what's enforcement? What if I come to my house and they say, oh, you're in violation. I say, oh, fuck you. I don't care. Thanks for coming by, but get the hell out of here. Oh, well, they'll bring more men back, this time with guns, and they will make you do it. <laughs> That's what it actually is. That's what government actually is. It's not laws and orders and, and compliance and consent. It's none of those things. What it is is violence, controlled violence against the people. That's all. That's all it is. Because without it, they have absolutely nothing. They just have a bunch of jokers like Pelosi and all these other people up there just saying stuff, writing it down on pieces of paper. Who fucking cares? It doesn't make one bit of difference what they say if there's no way to enforce it. And this is where the people are the, the problem. They don't understand that is the actual issue. And to tell me that I consent to that, I don't consent to any of this crap. I don't consent to any of this insanity, this hypocrisy, this absurdity, this abuse. I don't consent to any of it. Neither do huge numbers of people. <laughs> they don't. This is the reality. If you think you're going to control a system of violence, which is all government is, by going in every couple of years, okay, going to a box and pushing a button, that the government controls, the government tells you what the results are, you're living in a fantasy land. That's all. You're living in a fantasy land. The only actual power there is, okay, is violence. That's it. People are either consenting to do something or you're forcing them to do something. And government only has those same two choices either. They can either trick people into doing it okay, or the people want to do it or they force people. And the vast, vast majority of everything government does is simply forced on the people through violence. You know, it's not violence. Well, it is violence. I just showed you. What is a law if I ignore it? It's nothing until they come with the men with the guns to enforce it. And this is the ultimate problem people have, is that they are not allowed to discuss the only thing that actually works, which is force and violence. You're not allowed to discuss it. So the people are left with something that doesn't work. 
And they imagine that they're left with this powerful tool, the vote. And I've showed you again and again and again, the vote is shit. It's junk. If me showing you here that the best you're getting is a 0.25% representation of some guy who doesn't have to do a damn thing he says, if you still think that is representation legitimate, well, then there's nothing I can say to you. There's nothing I can say to you. So this fake pandemic crap where there's some people sick, who knows if some people have died from it or not, we, we can't get any information, and the hypocrisy of government and this never-ending emergency, if this isn't sufficient to show you that this election is a distraction and a load of shit, I just don't think there's ever going to be anything. That's all. There's just not going to be anything. And, you know, what is the choice for people like me? It's not a lot. You just have to make peace with the fact that we live amongst a bunch of complete fucking idiots. And the people in media are very, very bad people. The people on the conservative side are very bad people because they prevent the people who could be on our side from understanding the truth. That's the reality. And if we understood the truth, then we could actually act. But we can't do jack shit between now and then. So, all right, that's it. That's going to be my show. I uh, hope you enjoy it. If you do, then look, you need to go down and navigate all the little stupid fucking buttons, depending on how you listen to it. And you need to subscribe and share it. We need to at least get some people together, give them an opportunity to hear some truth. Most people will simply reject it. That's fine. I don't fucking care. But there are people who want to hear it, and this is really the only place you're going to hear stuff like this. So... I'm also uh, on Twitter. Follow me. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review, and I have a blog. I've linked that below. There's a lot of information there. All right, people. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. (coughs) 